Hello and welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves his people. Welcome everyone to our weekly dose of Success God's Way, which also is our latest podcast episode. This is Erin Harrigan, your Hustle with Heart coach. I am so excited about this topic. If you have been following me for any length of time, if you've watched any of um, my videos or you've tuned into any of my podcasts, you know that what I come to you with live is um, three things. Number one, always Holy Spirit driven 100%. The, this is not, uh, this is not me. I'm just the messenger. Number two, very often inspired by podcasts or that I've listened to or things that I've read. And I really feel called as God's messenger to bring it to life for us as God-centered entrepreneurs because I don't know that you necessarily are listening to or watching the same things that I am. So it's just another way of getting God's message out there. And then number three, it is always something that I'm either going through currently and working through or growing through, or it is something that I've just gone through. And I know that my hindsight can be someone's foresight so that they can capture God's insight for how to move forward in pursuing success God's way. So today's topic is really about keeping commitments to yourself and to the Lord to be obedient and to act consistently. And, you know, this this last sort of two weeks or so, God has really been working on my heart and helping me to peel away some more layers. One of the things I love about being a God-centered entrepreneur and really taking the time to be in the word daily and then journal around my prayers is that he reveals things to us. He reveals things to us in his word. He reveals things to us through the podcasts and such that we're listening to, videos that we see, books that we read. Um, But really, I want to take it back to the basics. And that is that the Bible right here, uh, whatever you know, version, that is our great big book of everything. The Bible truly is nonfiction. It is nonfiction, and it is the very lens through which we filter everything that we see and understand about our world. So, gosh, I, I love when he begins to reveal things to me, and he started to reveal some things to me over the last two weeks about where I was really holding myself back and where I was getting caught up in Um, not being all in for something that I've had in my life for a very long time. And honestly, that is my wellness business with Arbonne. And I'm not here to talk to you about Arbonne tonight. I am fueled, not by fizz, but by my collagen elixir, skin elixir. Uh, But I am here to talk to you about consistency. And as we know as entrepreneurs, whether you're in network marketing, whether you're in real estate, whether you're in insurance, whether you own a boutique, Whatever that looks like, consistency is so key to what we do. We have to have a daily mode of operation because without it, we get quickly sidelined and we can quickly get caught up in, well, I'm just going to do the reading, but I'm not going to do the application. So this part of this comes from a, a Elevation Church podcast 
um, I posted yesterday and I said, run, do not walk and go listen to this. And it really was about commitment and consistency. So I'm going to take us through a little bit of Nehemiah. I'm going to take us through a little bit of Deuteronomy. I'm going to take us through Acts very quickly. Uh, but as always, I will post in the show notes the reference verses that we're talking about. So here we go. You know, one of the first things that came out of this podcast that I was listening to was this statement, the impact of finishing is greater than the excitement of starting. So we all have seen businesses that come out with a bang. We've seen recording artists who are the one hit wonder. And we often don't pay attention to, to the longevity but really the longevity is what tells the whole story because the longevity and their commitment to persevering and continuing through the challenges that will happen is what really tells the whole story and tells us that this is a person that we want to do business with, that we trust, that we know has seen the ups and downs of a market or situations in their business. And what I loved about this is that so many times we see businesses not survive because they can't stomach the personal change that needs to happen or the personal growth that needs to happen. Um, they give up because the face, the, in the face of doing the hard thing, which is to continue through the challenge, is just too much. And so they change, they decide to walk away. Um, I know I've seen it in my own business where someone has a great launch and then they just kind of fizzle out. And if you listened to my podcast on being responsible for versus responsible to as a leader, we know that we are responsible to leading and training those people, but we are not responsible for them continuing on. That's something that they have to dig in and find within themselves. But a lot of times we get so afraid of commitment. Uh, and I have a funny story about commitment. So when my mom was alive, she owned a boat with her partner and, um, I think they both had an issue with commitment. And so they named the boat C -C Commitment. And that's kind of where we are. We sort of stutter in our commitment, even as God-centered entrepreneurs. And part of the reason we do that is because we think that God only moves when big things happen, when we take big steps and big leaps and big growth. You know, when we take our business from, you know, this level to 30% growth in one month, and we think that that is really where God blesses us and what defines our success. And very often we get caught up in seeing other success in social media and we forget that those are the highlights and that there are always bloopers behind the scenes. But here's the deal, guys. Every small step leads to the direction that God wants to take us. And it's through consistency and commitment and obedience in the small steps that big things happen. Pastor Craig Groeschel posted the other day, small disciplines done consistently lead to big results over time. So these aren't overnight successes that we're dealing with here, especially if God has given you this vehicle. Because here's the thing, as God-centered entrepreneurs, he has given us this vehicle very specifically to grow parts of us that are unique to everyone else. So for example, in my business, I know that he has peeled and dismantled layers of pride, of ego, of idolatry, and that is the very reason that this business is in my life to teach me those lessons. But we can very often overlook those little steps and become inconsistent with those 
when we don't see success happening at the rate we want it to happen. But here's the deal, these small steps of consistency, your daily mode of operation, taking the small actions, build up over time, like Craig Rochelle says. And Jesus honors that consistency because that is what impacts lives. That is what changes lives. Those small daily steps, because guys, anybody can do anything once, but it really takes discipline, godly discipline, godly diligence to keep going and be consistent and keep the commitment to ourselves and be obedient to our the Lord's call that takes serious focus. It's interesting. I posted something the other day that said, um, hold on, I'm going to find it in my pictures. I hope I still have it. Oh my goodness. Here it is. Beyonce rehearsed eight months for a two hour performance. Think about that next time you want something to in your business to work right away. So you guys, it's about consistency and daily commitment. So if we look at the story of Nehemiah, I'm not going to read through all of the story. I want to direct you to read chapter four, verses seven through 21. And the story of Nehemiah, I'm just going to um, read you a little bit out of my Charles Stanley Bible. Um, it, it says that... Uh, Nehemiah was granted permission to return to his homeland by the king and challenged his countrymen to arise and rebuild the shattered wall of Jerusalem. Despite outside opposition and conflict within the community, they completed the task in only 52 days, a feat even the enemies of Israel had to attribute to God's enabling. By contrast, the task of reviving and reforming the people of God within the rebuilt wall demanded years of Nehemiah's godly life and leadership. So when you look at Nehemiah, uh-oh, dropped my Bible. When you look at Nehemiah 4, now I'm going to go back and see where I went. When you look at Nehemiah 4, verses 7 through 21, Bear with me, I'm getting there. This is this is what was happening here. Despite his moments of doubt and unease, Nehemiah demonstrated great faith in God, driven by a vision that he believed came from God. Isn't that just like us, you guys? He dared to trust in the sovereign Lord who always keeps his promises. Nehemiah told the people, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we, his services will, servants, will arise and build. He understand that, understood if he did not depend on God to get the job done, it would never get done. But he also understood, ready? This is like James telling us faith without works is dead. He also understood that genuine belief requires practical action. It requires godly diligence. It requires a daily mode of operation. It requires consistent action to keep that commitment. And he told the Israelites, remember the Lord great and awesome and fight for your brethren. Because Nehemiah trusted God and moved forward, he successfully completed the vision God had given him. Whatever challenge confronts us, God has promised to grant us success when we trust in him. He wants to honor us sticking to the hard stuff because he wants the world to see what it looks like 
when people stay in it for the long haul. We are an instant gratification society. So when we don't see things happen, we get frustrated, we walk away. We look around and see, well, they're doing it this way and they're doing it that way and I'm gonna go do this. But you guys, God wants the world to see us persevere through those challenges, to honor our commitments to him and to do that old thing with a new passion. And here's why. Because we often think the path of least resistance, because it feels good, must be from God and must be obedience. But you guys, the peace only comes after the obedience. So we cannot wait for our feelings to catch up to what we're doing. We can't wait for our feelings to validate God's voice when we know that his word has called us to bigger things, even in those small actions. And you guys, let's stop complaining about challenge because in John 16, Jesus tells us that in this world, we will have trouble. We will have trial. We will have tri tribulation, but take heart because he has overcome the world. He has already claimed victory for us. So as God-centered entrepreneurs, he's already given us this vehicle to impact his kingdom. We just got to persevere and keep going. So I want to talk to you really quickly about my own situation because y'all know that I'm super vulnerable with you. So I know that this last four years where God has sort of dismantled and, and broken some strongholds in my life has pulled me away from my health and wellness business. Um, and although God has been faithfully, graciously, mercifully continuing to maintain my business, and I have been helping people along the way, I realized what has stopped me from jumping back in, particularly um, recently when he's really called me to step back in, is what do other people think? I used to be here, and now I'm here. And I've been unplugged for a while, and people are going to think, what is she talking about? Where has she been? Guys, other people's opinion. There used to be a song, OPP. For those of you that remember back in the day, I call this OPO, other people's opinions don't matter. I was worried about rejection. What if people say no to me? What if it doesn't work? What if I have the same challenges that I had before and I build something and it gets dismantled? Who cares? This is what God has called us to in our vehicle. Because when we are fully aligned and we are abiding in him, as it says in John 15, the vine, the vine of Christ feeds us. That's where we get equipped. That's where we get our nourishment, not the world's approval of what we're doing. So when we have that, we can stop trying to attach value to what we accomplish and titles and money and things. And we can attach our value to the Lord because that is where true fullness of life comes from. God is trying to show us his strength and we keep limiting him because we think we have to do it all in our own. And he keeps going in this way so that it revives our faith. Why? Because when we are bold enough to live for him, the only life worth living, and when our words and the life that we live, our actions come together and our operating in harmony, that draws people to us to want to learn 
Where does that joy come from? Where does that peace come from? That is what draws people to us to tell of the gospel and the good news of Christ and all he's done for us. But the strength is in the repeat, not the retreat. The strength in our journey is in repeating the actions and the consistency, not in the retreating from what is hard. I want to read this to you. Um, T.D. Jakes posted this, but this is from Deuteronomy 31.8. And and his beginning part says, do not fear trajectory shifts in their outcomes. So don't fear when God is taking you in a new direction or he's asking you to stay the course. The Lord himself will lead you and be with you. He will not fail or abandon you. He will not fail or abandon us. So I just want to close this out um, with Acts 2024. And I'm going to take this actually from my Bible app because I love um, my, my Bible is the new King James version. And I really love um, how it is spoken in the um, new international version. So let me go. I'm going to Acts 20. And again, as always, I will post these reference verses for you. And in Acts 20, uh, let me see, Acts 20, 24, it says, my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it to finish the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. So I want to ask you, what's stopping you from finishing your work? What's stopping you from continuing to do that work and have you yet connected the dot that as a God-centered entrepreneur you can mix faith and business with the Lord at the center and this vehicle becomes the vehicle to do the ultimate work that he calls us to do as Christians which is to tell of Jesus's story what is stopping you from finishing You guys, what we do right now matters in eternity. And I want to give you an example. Um, A year ago, uh, two years ago, I started volunteering in church at, um, with the children's welcome team. And I met the children's welcome leader, Louise. A year ago, Louise decided to do the Arbonne 30. And Louise is a few years older than me. Um, She really, she had lost 10 pounds. She wanted to lose about another 15 and she really wanted to get healthy. Um, So she did the Arbonne 30 and she had great success. And then I invited her to come to CrossFit and she started coming to CrossFit. Uh, Then I had my injury and I stopped going to CrossFit for a while, but she kept going and going and going. In the meantime, Louise made some friends at CrossFit and they started an accountability group to do, um, they call it the 100 Club. So every week they shoot for doing 100 sit-ups, 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, and I can't remember what else. So now she has an accountability partner, Carol. On Monday, um, a week ago tomorrow, we did the Murph, which is a killer, grueling workout in honor of a Navy SEAL um, who created this workout. It's a one-mile run followed by 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats, and then a one-mile run. And you can break it up however you want. On the last 400 meters, I couldn't even run the whole mile. We had broken it up into little sets and I was doing a run walk my last 400 meters. And I saw Louise struggling, but coming 
back on her run and she was finishing up that mile run. And you guys, as I watched her doing this, I realized that my small, consistent step to talk to her about clean eating and invite her to CrossFit has led to this woman inspiring so many others. And when I looked at that and thought, my gosh, look how far she's come. Now her daughter in high school comes to CrossFit. Um, her husband's coming. But it's not about the CrossFit and it's not about the clean eating. It's about the fact that what we do matters in eternity, you guys. And this vehicle has been given to us to be able to influence lives for Christ. So instead of you thinking this little jewelry business, this little skincare business, this little insurance business, this little boutique, this little carpet cleaning business, this little smoothie shop, whatever your business is, until you stop thinking about that as a small thing that you do and you start really living out the call on your life from the Lord that he's given you this vehicle to realize that call, you guys, how can we be effective for him and how can we truly honor him in what he's called us to do? So I really wanna challenge you to be bold enough to live for Christ in your business because it's the only life worth living. And I wanna ask you, Wherever your circumstances are today in your business, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose by unpacking that gift, finding a new passion for what you've been doing and putting that into a consistent practice? Because you guys, God honors consistency and he honors commitment. I hope this touched you. I got up early this morning and started working on this. Um, normally I do my writing on Sunday afternoon, but I felt super, super called as I got up and did not want to get up at 6.15 to take my dogs out um, to get this on paper. <laughs> and I know, like I know, like I know that this is God's call to me to say, you need to get consistent. I've given you a vehicle, go share it. And it doesn't have to be a flash in the pan and it doesn't have to be a hundred miles an hour and you don't have to hit, you know, such and such a level in three months. That looks great that people do that, but you guys, that shows what's possible, but it's what God calls you to on your journey. So do not lose heart on your journey. Be consistent because again, small disciplines done consistently lead to big results over time. I hope you found that helpful. Would love to see your comments. Reach out, let me know. And feel free to invite others to tune into my podcast, the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'll be uploading this probably tomorrow night. And thanks for tuning in. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode.